Um, it is something that I have done and we have done since July 20th. We don't need a daily reminder because we have daily continual reminders of how fragile these circumstances are. Um, every morning at 6 a.m. I am looking at my phone waiting for verification of the previous day's test results. Um, you know, are we in the clear or are we not? And what necessary adjustments need to be made? What investigations, if any, need to be made? That has been our life, and not only ours here in Pittsburgh, but ours collectively as members of the National Football League since July. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and... uh... Uh, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Jacob's giving us a thumbs yeah, up, yeah, baby. Yeah, we nailed it. Yeah, that, that. That's right, because we are professional sort of type semi pro- semi pros. <laughs> and you know what they say? Toby Keith says semi pros, semi paid. <laughs> so um, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin gets up every morning. At six o'clock. Yeah. And well, I he, think he's up earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. And he he, he looks at uh, looks at the phone, phone. And are we clear? Are yeah. we clear? Yeah. You know, I would say the Pittsburgh Steelers are more, more clear than most teams. Apparently so. Yeah. What do you think that means? What do you think they're doing? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess there's something with uh, the Cleveland Browns that maybe. I don't know, maybe you're drag racing at 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, yeah, why not? Let's go out and drag race. Right. Chilich, we used to do that all the time, you and me. Hey, hey, Tons, let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sitting there going, really? I mean, this is this is how you conduct yourself as a professional athlete coming into the playoffs? Yeah. You sit there and go, hey, I think it'd be a great idea in a suburb area. Let's, let's drag race a little right. bit, you know? Yeah. I, you know. I don't know. You wonder if you wonder why maybe the Cleveland Browns culture is a little deficient in the, right. in the uh, winning area. Maybe it's because some of the guys have not fully bought into what it means to be a winner in in foot, pro football. You know, Alex Van Pelt from Pitt is going to call the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you were talking about some of his physical dimensions. Yeah, he's, he's a I, I saw him last year. A little, a little hefty, huh? Yeah. And, I, and you're looking at me, I'm going like, like there's a difference? Like, you know, like I'm not? 
Well, you know. You know, such as life. Yeah, Such yeah. as life. But the fact of the matter is, look, Alex Van Pelt is an excellent guy. Great right. dude. He's a um, great a smart guy. guy. Very smart guy. And uh, He was a quarterback. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Uh, so, I don't know why. I'm just There's a lot of things I find just really interesting. Like the fact that you'd be going into the playoffs for the first team first time in 18 years right and you Wait, think with, you think maybe maybe on the on the first day of, of the work week that's drag race to yeah and you know, with that without Kevin Stefanski your head coach how about there's a host of people here right. i mean seriously there's look at this Kevin Stefanski Drew Petzing the tight ends coach Jeff Howard the defensive back coach uh, let's see. You got Bill Callahan is down. Right. Scott Peters, the assistant online coach, is down. And Chad O'Shea, the wide receiver, who's left? Yeah. You need Dirk Donardo like we had, you know, back in the day. The, yeah. You know, the head of, of 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 you know maintenance at Three Rivers the Stadium, head of the grounds crew, the grounds crew. Remember when he went in the locker room? Dunny said he had all the guys, you know, all the rookies doing push ups and yeah. set ups and running in place. And then finally, someone said, "Who are you?" He goes, oh, "I'm the grounds crew guy." <laughs> I mean, that's that's who you're going to have coaching these guys. Yeah, and then you got some of the guys that say, "Let's drag race to practice." <laughs> So there, so a couple of guys were drag racing. Oh, who yes. was that? I yeah. was. Uh, I got to find that. Um, I don't. know. I had it here a moment. Hey, ago. Jacob, find the find out. Do you know the, who, the, who the guys were? Give us a uh, update. Yeah, <laughs> current events update. But uh, to me, you know, the the fact of the matter is that that you would be so, um, I don't know what self-centered because right. you think it's funny at the moment to do something like that. When right. You, when you've got the playoffs coming up and all that, my goodness, man, that's just, it's crazy. You've got a wild hair. You got a wild hair, but you've got to discipline yourself. Right, right. You know, right. and the fact that they also found some marijuana in the yeah. guy's car. My, Mike Tomlin says, don't be that guy. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. He's the perfect example of right. the Mike Tomlin, don't be that guy speech. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Don't go uh, to uh, you. You have to social distance and wear masks. Absolutely. Now yeah. think about this. They've also got Denzel Ward, B.J. Goodson, Andrew Sandejo, Malcolm Smith, Kevin Johnson, Harrison Bryant, and Joel Betonio. The, the, uh, and Kaderil Hodge. All these those guys, guys. Yeah, all these guys and Kaderil Hodge. I mean, think about Petonio being out. Right. That's a big out. Yeah. That's a, that's a, almost as big an out as uh, uh, Olivier Vernon. Right. You know, I mean, that's a huge one. So you're missing a lot of people, um, you know, for this game. And uh, I, it's crazy because right now it's only Wednesday. I'm asking you, and uh, think about this. Yeah, B.J. Goodson's out. Uh, right. He, he's, uh, he's That's what a, I said. He's he, on the list there. He's a, a thumper. Yeah, but, I mean, think about this. You're, you're Joel Batonia. That's a lot of body mass. Right. You're sitting in the offensive line meeting room or something like that. Um, you know, contact tracing, i got to believe. There's, there's got to be a lot of contact tracing around Joel Batonio. I mean, <laughs> that's a wide prairie mammal there. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just saying this is the beginning of the week. Right. Um, I just wonder if this game's actually going to be rescheduled at some point. Because look at all the people that are well, down they, there. They at did. what point? I, they haven't yet, no. But what I'm saying is this is only Wednesday. 
Yeah. You know, you got besides all the coaches that now can't coach, besides all the players that now can't play, you got muttonheads that are drag racing who have uh drugs in their car and we're not even to Thursday. Yeah. You know, I mean, so the possibilities of what else could fall out before kickoff 8:15 Sunday night, I think there's a lot and it makes me wonder at what point do you are you saying this is a non-competitive game? I mean, you're going to have uh uh guys off the streets of Cleveland from down the flats. Hey, you want to play ball today? Yeah, come on. Do you, you know, do you do you think the NFL is going to reschedule. I don't know. I, I'm just simply throwing it out there, saying, you know, you look at this. At what level? What standard does does the NFL say? Okay, um, that you've got too many positions depleted, or you've got you know one position that's totally depleted, or you know what is it? it would it be a Patrick Mahomes? Right? Oh, you got Pat. If a Pat, somebody of the equivalent of Patrick Mahomes was. You know, ruled out of a game. Oh, we can't have the game because that's a big, right. that's a big money ticket guy. You know, so what what's the standard? I don't know what the standard is. Right. You know, it seems to be shifting all the time. We saw it back with Tennessee and everything right. else, and and uh, so I I don't know what the you know what the what the exact player body count for coaches and and players. To reschedule a game. Well, you know, if you reschedule, what is it? Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. again, this is all stuff that I, I can't even imagine. You know, I mean, you, you've got all this. I mean, think about it. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six coaches out um, right now as, as, as it stands. And again, it's just Wednesday. Right. You know, what's the fallout going to be as more of these, these guys pop if they do? Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe this is it. Maybe that's just it, and uh, for whatever reason, the wave is over, and uh, they're able to do it. Uh, the NFL, I found this curious. They said, they said the game is on for Sunday. The positive tests are believed to be from community spread and not from inside the facility. Right. Wow. What does that mean? Because Cleveland uh, is uh, very, very, very. Well, well, think about this. What what does community spread mean? Yeah, you're out there in the community. Well, yeah. if you're out there in the community, you're obviously not paying attention to protocols. Right. All right. If it's not coming from inside the building, then why you keep shutting down the building? You know, every every other day they've shut it down like three or four times already. Yeah. Um. To me, you know, you you, you can't say it's. Just from community spread, right? That's, this is like verbiage that I don't know. It's to me, it's ridiculous. So yeah. um, I don't know what's going to happen. I would imagine, right? As of right now, the game is on eight fifteen Sunday night. Good and uh, yeah, and I, I say good. I would yeah. hate to have it postponed because you know how that goes. Because yeah. the Steelers ended up going what three games in twelve days, right? And you know what? I think that that weariness lasted a while. Yeah. You know, there was a real drag over effect from having played three games uh, in, in that 12 days. Yeah. And I think, you know, you could create more problems for the Steelers than if you start, uh, you know, uh, you know, delaying the game than for the Cleveland Browns, certainly. Uh, you know, and the NFL uh, would uh, postpone uh, the Steelers game uh, that there, it's going to be screw up the uh, oh, just screw everything up. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see them doing it. Yeah. But I'm sitting here. I'm I'm being realistic about it and going, 
Huh. You got that many coaches, that many players that are unavailable. You got yeah. knuckleheads drag racing, and it's only Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. Only Wednesday is the key phrase there. Yeah. Because there's just a lot of things that are not going well over in Cleveland. I mean, yeah. think about it. what's going on in Cleveland. You got something going on in Ohio State. Yeah. Down in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's going on in Ohio there? Ohio, it's spreading <laughs> the COVID. Run away. Run yeah, away. Run away. Like Monty Python. <laughs> you know, so I, I look at this and I just, I, I you know, I, I'm hoping and I'm, I'm you got to believe at this moment in time, the game is on. It's going to go forward. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> I always finish with those two little words. Only Wednesday. <laughs> only Wednesday. <laughs> But so, you know, it's if it's only Wednesday. Yep. Why, why would they postpone the game? I'm not saying that they would. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, you realize again, all the players, all the coaches that are out already. Right. Okay. I'm saying it's only Wednesday, and aside from it's way in it's way in Wednesday. <laughs> aside from knuckleheads drag racing and having drugs in the car. Um, it seems to me the possibility for more bad things to happen could be there. So did you weigh in today? No. I told you. I was. To, the, you know what? My dog ate the scale. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm looking at this, and, I, and I, I'm just saying to myself, wow, there's just a lot of, a lot of bad mojo going on in right. Cleveland. So I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't believe that the game will be will be moved. It's just a you know point that we're talking about the possibility just because there's so many things going on in Cleveland. But you know, there's, there's, certainly I will say this that uh, again, folks, it's only Wednesday. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to break. Yeah. When we come back, we're gonna have the great Tommy the Maddox. Maddox, Tommy, Tommy yeah. Gunn, coming yeah. up here on in the locker room. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. We're back. <laughs> We're back in the locker room. What would we do without Jacob? Yeah, Peyton Muttonhead. Yeah. Read the bottom read. <laughs> He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And all of our Steeler guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store, and we got and we've got a special guest today. Boy, do we ever! Yeah, and uh, we love him, Tommy Maddox. Tommy, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Yeah, welcome to the locker room, Tommy. Tommy Gunn. 
Oh, I Thanks love that. Me. Brother, I miss you. You yeah. know, I really well, miss your mug around here. Yeah, we <laughs> miss you, you too. Where are you living now, Tommy? I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and uh, just uh, hanging out, doing a little teaching and uh, playing a little golf. So it's been good. Oh, I, I, you got to love that. I, absolutely fantastic. Now, Tommy, I got to tell you, I mean, you are the perfect guy to say what's going on here because if you go all the way back to O2, you know, the quarterback, all that stuff, you replace Cordell Stewart in week four, and you guys go, you go on for 13 games and you, you lead the Steelers, you got a 10-5-1 record, and you play the Browns, and then you play the Browns again in the playoffs, and you were just absolutely devastating. But the one thing I can say for sure is, Tommy, your rushing would have filled in just fine with the guys of today because you had 19 for 53. <laughs> you are you are great. You are a great quarterback, Tommy. Absolutely, but your rushing would fit right in with the Steelers rushing right now. <laughs> well, you know it's funny. Somebody was asking me the other day. They're like, "Man, they throw a lot of short passes." I go, "Well, that's their running game." You know? So it's, uh, it's just funny how it just looks different. Tommy, what was it like back then? You come in against the Browns. You play the Browns again at the end of the year, and in the playoffs um playing a team so many times in one year what is that is that really hard yeah we played the three times well yeah but one was a preseason game Yeah, you know, I think that uh, any time, I think that's what makes, you know, your your division opponents so hard because you play them twice in one year. And then when you have to turn around and play them three times in one year, I mean, everybody um, kind of knows what you're doing, knows what you're trying to do. And so it really becomes a, a game of execution and who executes the best. And I think if you look at that playoff game, uh, especially in the first half, they executed a lot better than we did, and uh, luckily we were able to turn it around at the end. So, Tommy, uh, when when you got hurt uh, in the Tennessee game, how is your back feeling now? Uh, it it feels it feels okay. I mean, I think that there's times when uh, I I can feel the uh, uh, the repercussions of it a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, really, the thing that I feel the most is when I hurt my elbow uh, against Baltimore, I, mm. and uh, I can still, you know, there's still twinges in that a little bit. So uh, that probably bothers me more than the back does. Probably because it, it hooks those drives, right? When you're playing golf right. and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to turn it over a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy, when you when you as you see the Steelers now going into the playoffs, and, and and what? Let me ask you this: Did you have to change like code words, audibles, and things like that because of you know the number of times that you played and and so forth? And by the way, you know you, you rallied the Steelers from a twenty four seven deficit right and that's it was 24 9 yeah that mason brought him back it's kind of kind of eerie i mean how close that was yeah it uh it was crazy you know we didn't change a whole lot but we did use uh some of the things that we said in the previous games kind of as decoys you know that uh maybe we would say it and they would hopefully think we were trying to do something so you know we would use words as decoys but we didn't we didn't change a whole lot we felt pretty confident that we could go in there and and do what we needed to do but uh it was uh it was a tough road there for a long time so tommy what was the highlight of your career oh that game uh, you know i think that uh you know looking back on on everything and, and there was 
you know, so many good things. You know, I think obviously being a part of a Super Bowl team is something that uh, everybody talks about and something that you're so uh, grateful for because you know how many great players have played in this uh, league that have never had that opportunity. And so uh, that's always something that's very special. But as far as, you know, one specific moment, uh, that game was something that, uh, you know, Almost 20 years later, that's hard to believe, but almost 20 years later, uh, people are still talking about it and remembering it. And uh, so to be a part of that was was very special. Well, to let you know and remind you and everybody else, from a 24-7 to deficit, you delivered on a 36-33 win over the Browns at home on 30 of 48, passing for 367 and three touchdowns. Get Zooks, man. That's just beautiful stuff. That's the way to sling that rock. <laughs> Well, it uh, it was a, it was a good way to sling it in the second half. I didn't sling it very well in the first half, so <laughs> there was a reason we were down uh, down that much, and uh, you know. So, but you know, games take on uh, different personalities, and, and I think every game is so different. And uh, uh, we had to turn it around in the second half, and I think it's a it was a tribute to the team that we had and the guys that we had in that locker room that uh, didn't give up. Uh, you know, there were some there were some fans leaving and a lot of boos uh, for a long time, but uh, <laughs> the guys on the sideline didn't give up and everybody played hard and uh, everybody still believed. And I think that was the main thing is that we believed that we could come back and win. Tommy, I, you know, I had the honor of doing your banquet. And uh, when you got up and spoke, uh, I, I, I uh, witnessed that you loved Jesus. Who inspired you? Uh, to go deeper into the, the the word and go deeper into your faith. Well, I think that uh, you know I grew up with uh, two parents that uh, that loved Jesus and, and loved to you know we grew up in church and and grew up going and being a part of it and not just not just going but just but being a part of the church and being a part of what that means and so uh, I was very fortunate that. Uh, it started at a young age, and it started, uh, you know, it just grew over time. And I think that when you go through uh, a lot of the things that we go through in life, you start to realize uh, even more how important that is and how important it is for other people to hear that story and to know uh, that they have something that they can that they can lean on and that they can fall back on. And so... I think as you grow and as you get older and go through life experiences, uh, it just it just continues to get stronger and stronger. Tommy, who sang at uh, you know? I I remember you brought Stephen in Curtis Chapman, wasn't it? Stephen yeah. Curtis Chapman, yeah. How about yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I, let me take a moment because yeah, anytime you, you have recollection, you, yeah. it's a victory, oh, Tommy. Yeah, it's a yeah. victory. <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman, and uh, he was great. Yeah. Yeah, I had a chance to meet him and um, actually went to his fundraiser down in Nashville and, and, you know, we became good friends and he he offered to come up and sing at the banquet. So it uh, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Tommy, who are the guys that have kind of walked with you through life, guys that, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've been blessed with the friendship of Chalucho over here, Tunch, and, you know, yeah. you, you have men in your life that uh, speak truth to you, that help you in those difficult times that lock arms with you. Who of those guys would you point out as being guys that, you know, you really look to? 
Well, I think I think for me, um, I've had I've had different people um, at different stages in life. You know, I think that uh, like you know, it's pretty rare that you and Tunch have been able to stay that close and work together and, and be a part of each other's lives. And I've had people kind of come in in different seasons and, and be a part of that, but. Probably the the biggest blessing in my life is is my older brother. Uh, mm. He really is my best friend, and yeah. we've been able to to go through and and do things together. We still play golf a lot together, and um, you know he's been there through through everything that I've done in my life. And so, uh, you know, when you're when a brother can you know all of a sudden become your best friend, I think that it's uh, it's pretty special. And so. Uh, he's he's been a, a huge part of my life. Yeah, well, we've been best friends for 41 years. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever have a lineup with a brother who allowed a guy to run a banging me game on yeah. you? <laughs> not, knock you all the way across the field? <laughs> oh, have you always have you ever uh, got it? Polaxed. Yeah, polaxed and uh, drilled. You know, what? I hit him one time right in the keister. Yeah. It was a 300 pound ballistic enema, man. <laughs> Poor guy. It's amazing we're still friends. And and he didn't say, I I did it. (laughs) He didn't know until we watched the films that it was me that creamed him from (laughs) Oh, my heavens. You just knew you hit somebody hard. Well, the funny part was we were out in L.A. playing the Raiders, and through a variety of circumstances, anyhow, I hit him. I come back into the huddle, and and we're like looking around, and and and, and Cliff and Webby looking around. They're going, "We're down a man," and I go, "Gee, who could that be?" Because <laughs> I drilled touch from behind. He never saw me, and I went right back to the huddle. He came back to the huddle, dragging his leg. <laughs> And I said, now I'm looking around Mike Webster to touch on the other side. I go, who who hit you? <laughs> because I didn't see him. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> and I never said anything. <laughs> I, I tell you, though, I, I think out of, all the, out of all the stories playing and stuff, yeah. things that are said and things that go on in the huddle are things that I remember probably more than plays or games or you know i remember some of the things that alan fanica said in the <laughs> huddle that it still just makes me laugh or even when he just kind of look at me and smirk you know when i would do something so uh those are the you know those any are the stories you can share <laughs> probably not <you> Well, that leads me to another point. What do you think about Allen up again as a finalist? This should be the final yeah, finalist. Yeah, this, he, it's ridiculous he, that he's he not in the, hall get in the Hall of Fame. It is. Uh, it, it to me, it really is a travesty. I mean that he's that he's not already in. And right. I, I hope that uh, this this year goes well, and it should. Uh, he for a six year period, he was the best lineman in the league, and. You know, he had a great career and all that, but for those six years, he was the most dominant lineman in the league. I mean, you could just have highlights of him just raking people around the field. And so um, he was, he really was a cornerstone of, of all of that success uh, through all of those years. And so I, I just, I hope it goes well for him and, and it should, and it, it really would be. Um, uh, a, a 
a bad mark, really, on the Hall of Fame if a guy like that doesn't get in. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I agree with you. So, so let me ask you: Why did you never go into broadcasting? You're a glib guy. You're a guy that yeah, you got stories yeah, and everything yeah, else, yeah. and you're a quarterback. I mean, yeah. quarterbacks do really well. Right, quarterbacks see the field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I apparently I didn't play for the Cowboys. I think that, you know, <laughs> broadcasters played for the Cowboys. So, uh, you know it. I I think I would have enjoyed doing uh, games. Uh, I don't know that I would have enjoyed, you know, doing – I'd talk to, like, ESPN about doing some uh, stuff in the the studio and stuff, and I I just didn't think – I would enjoy that. I, I would have enjoyed games, but that's a that's a hard that's a hard deal to get into there. So uh, I'm I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing. I, I coached high school for five years, and now I'm just oh, did you? Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So I uh, well, what's your that. record? Come on, let's go. Let's let's well, follow up. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I, I couldn't get anybody to hire me as a football coach, so I coach baseball. But uh, no way. We, uh, yeah. So we uh, we we won a state championship my first year and went back to the state championship my second year, and so it's been uh, it's been really fun. When you now in high school, were you a baseball player? I was, and you know it's funny. Uh, baseball was probably baseball and basketball were probably growing up the two sports that I loved the most, and uh, loved being on the mound and pitching and and doing those things. And uh, I think my love for football kind of came later in high school and into college. Yeah. So, what's your handicap? Uh, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm around scratch plus one somewhere. around Wow. There, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm playing uh, pretty good right now. <laughs> I, I, I imagined you were a great, uh, golf player. Are you competing in any of the, uh, tournaments? I mean, you, you ever think uh, of going pro? I play in a lot of like mini tour stuff around here. You know, I'm kind of stuck in that bad age at, at 49. I need to hurry up and turn 50 so I can start <laughs> playing with the seniors instead of all these young guys. You know, so I'm 49 back there playing against 24 year olds. It's kind of tough, but uh, but it's fun. I, I play. Uh, there's a couple of mini tours here in Texas that uh, I play in a, a lot of those events and just you know I think for all of us that competed at a high level when you get out there's there's still that that want to compete and so i it's been fun for me just to kind of be in that and still kind of feel those competitive juices flowing and and uh and get out there and compete and see what you can do you know we we i played a Tremendous round of golf last summer up in oh, Nimco and Woodlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it was the boy the Woofley boys against Woofley women and uh, it, we whomped them. Uh, it was miniature golf, <laughs> but you know <laughs> we took no prisoners, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I played last summer at uh, uh, at. Uh, um, uh, charity uh golf tournament okay yeah and uh, i played with uh clay oh my okay son. yeah yeah and oh yeah and it was great i i think tommy's got us yeah. between miniature golf and playing with your son <laughs> yeah i guess you got us in that all right so what does the future look like for tommy maddox what you, do you see yourself moving in a little more coaching or are you just are you like in a happy place right now you know, I'm really just in a good place right now. Um, just kind of, 
enjoying life. You know, I think that you, you kind of get to that age where you uh, realize that uh, time's going by really fast, and I want to enjoy it as much as I can. And so that's that's my big thing is just trying to uh, enjoy every day and, and take it for what it is and, um, you know, try to – I think – as we get older, uh, relationships become such an important thing. So I want to spend time with the people I've I've got around me and, and want to enjoy those times and not take anything for granted and uh, get out and play as much as I can and, and enjoy. And I enjoy, you know, even the kids that I get to be around in high school and just being able to impact their lives and, and do those things. And so – uh, I'm in a good place. Yeah, so what you're saying is you, you you're not around your wife enough yet that she's sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and and uh, you know uh, the the uh, relationship uh, aspect of. Uh, of your your point, uh, I, I I'm the men's pastor at the church, and uh, I I love the guys, and I love teaching, and I love counseling, and uh, I love uh, being the men's pastor. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just uh, I think that you realize really how important relationships are in your life, and it's just like the other day I haven't. Uh, you know, you, you start going your separate ways. And the other day, Alan Fanica and I were texting back and forth and we haven't talked in a while. And, uh, you know, those are, those are things that are special and those are things that, uh, that mean a lot to you. And I think, uh, as you get older, they, they mean even more to you. Tommy, we never got to play with you, and we would have loved it, but we, we got to watch it. you. Yeah. And, and we, well, love, we love you anyhow. So. We, lo- we, <laughs> lo- we love you, Tommy, and thank you for joining yes. us uh, this morning, and uh, we miss you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I miss you guys, too. I miss Pittsburgh, and uh, I'll have to get up there soon, maybe once all this quarantine stuff uh, gets out of there. I'd love to get up there and see you guys, but uh, I would have loved to have played with you all. It would have been fun. It would have been fun, brother. <laughs> especially with some guy that lets you wide open for the me game. Come on, especially <laughs> especially when we were arguing in the auto. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. We had some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tommy Gun Maddox. Appreciate you, Thank brother. You. All Thank right. you. Thank you so much. All Take right. care, brother. All of our Steeler guests and playoff coverage is brought to you. By your neighborhood Ford store, and that was Tommy Gunn, and he. You know what? You're amazing. You just pulled that off, boy. That's just awesome. Jacob's over there high fiving himself. (laughs) All right, let's go to break. Spillane is, is one significant one, and Matt Filer is another significant one. And so the inclusion or the potential of inclusion of those guys is exciting, but it also creates some challenges from a decision-making standpoint because 
we just feel like we got some options. The guys that, that played and replaced us, some of those guys have done good work for us. And so um, that's a good problem to have as we prepare this week. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Chalooch. All right, you got Mike Tomlin talking about the possible inclusion of Filer and Spillane, right? Yeah, yeah. But he also says, and I, I thought this was very interesting, but he says, we have some options because it does create some challenges right. from a decision-making standpoint. So we feel we have some options. What does that mean to you? I, you know, I don't know what it means to me. Uh, but well, he, What does it mean to you, not yeah, to him? Yeah. <laughs> so he, 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 Here, Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. You got Matt Filer and you got Robert Splane. You think both are valuable contributors. And yeah. It's exciting to think about them coming back. But – you have some options, and those options include Kevin Dotson, who's playing very well. And Avery well. Williamson. And, well, Avery Williamson's fine. But yeah. I'm talking about Marcus Allen has been playing some serious football. Yeah. I've really enjoyed watching this young man. I like Robert Spillane better. You you may well be absolutely correct, but here's the thing about it. If you have Vince Williams and you have Avery Williamson, you already got some hitters. Yeah. You have an opportunity with a hybrid guy like Marcus Allen that Robert Spillane doesn't have. Yeah. That's the, the difference. Without without Avery Avery Williamson at at peak operating efficiency, let's say a couple, you know, Robert's been out four games. Yeah. All right. So he I, and I love Robert's playing. That bang he had on Derrick Henry is legendary in my book. So, and it just was so awesome. So he will uh, bang Nick Chubb. Well, well yeah, yeah. Uh, he he could. But I'm I'm you got right now. You got Vince Williams. You got Avery Williamson. Right. The difference maker in my mind that comes is because of Marcus Allen's speed. Yeah. And I think some of the things that he did in that last Browns game. I mean, when he undercut Joel Batonio and took out Kareem Hunt at the same time on one play, that was absolutely phenomenal. He had another play where he came from the backside and dropped uh, Nick Chubb for a a very little gain, one yard or something like that. Uh, I I love what I see in Marcus Allen. I love Robert Spillane, too. I think he's got some great uh, stuff that he can contribute. But uh, it's interesting to me because Mike talks about the fact that these are the challenges. You've got Kevin Dotson, who, you know, the young man comes on, and um, that was the first loss he's been in the starting lineup. Right. He's 3-1 and one as a starter uh, that last week's Browns game. What he brings on the trap and pulling right. and all that stuff, is I think, is is exceptional. Um, I, I And yet, we know Matt Filer is so very good, and we've talked about this. But again, the inside workings in the trenches there, to me, I think Kevin Dotson is is more more of a knee bender than a waist bender. Yeah. And that's where I think he excels over I, Matt. You know, and he, when he pulls, he blows up uh, a little bit of yeah. yeah. People, people seem to, like, scatter. Yeah. You know I mean? He, he nails some people and some great hits. And even when he doesn't, the fact that the threat of him coming right through a guy because he gets right on a line and he tries to hug the line of scrimmage, yeah. you know, where a lot of guys don't understand when you run a trap, you pull, you don't want to 
belly around right. because that you creates an awkward belly. angle and the back will will not have a good look at the hole. You've got to get up into the line of scrimmage, which means the double team can't let any penetration right. and has to move people. And then, well, Matt Filer is good on that double team. Absolutely. I think it, at some point in time, uh, him playing tackle is where he needs to be. That 6'6", six, six, uh, yeah. he's such a big chooch. He's great with his hands. He's a nice job with his hands punching. But when he gets on that double team and he's able to be the drive guy, whamming the side of the guy, boy, oh, boy, I like it. Do you think they're they're going to pull Chooks? Um, I don't think so. I mean, right now, Chooks has been playing along, and I, I, I'm not sure that would be in the best interests as a group. You know, um, th- that's, a, that's an interesting question. I think it's one of the things that Mike points out when he says, you know, it creates some challenges from a decision-making standpoint because we feel we have some options. You do have options. Right. You know, and uh, I, I don't know. So uh, I'm – I'm more, I'm more convinced that Kevin Dotson's ready to go. Period. Right. I think we're, it's now the Kevin Dotson era because I think Kevin Dotson at some point is going to be a Pro Bowler. Yeah. When uh, is Kevin Dotson hurt? He's got that shoulder thing going on. Yeah. That's the one concern I have. If if he's if he's like, you know, week to week, you know, sometimes you yeah. get week to week with you, you're not sure if that shoulder is going to hold up. Then I say you got it seriously consider bringing Matt back. Yeah. Um, but at the at this point in time, if if Kevin's shoulder is good to go, uh, I think we, like I said, we're in the Kevin Dotson era. Right, right, and, right. And uh, I think that kid's going to be something, you know. So hopefully that'll be enough. We got uh, the Browns coming 8-15 Sunday right. night, and I love the fact that they are going to line up and uh, have at it, and it's going to be a, absolutely a fun night, man. And I, 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 I'm so encouraged that their uh, their coaching staff is depleted. <laughs> well, they're not very encouraged, but it certainly does make us encouraged. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because uh, you know that they got issues, they got problems. But you know, I think regardless if the coaches, regardless of the players. Um, I still think we whoop them. Right. You know, but such is life. Okay. We got to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the great Jim Wexel to, to join us from Steel City Insider. And we'll be, you know, uh, we'll just talk about what's coming up All and what's going on. All of our Steeler guests and playoff no, 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 coverage no, no, is no, no, no. by your neighborhood Ford store. You're wrong. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. You read that when we have Jim Wexel. <laughs> We'll be back with more in the locker room.
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. All of our Steelers guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store. Boom. Boom. Take that. Yeah, and, and we got uh, uh, Jimmy Wexel, and uh, he's a great guy. Uh, Jimmy, how you doing, bro? I'm good, Tunch. How are you, pal? Yeah, good. Good, 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 good. So, my friend, I, I yes, started. Sir. we started off the whole show today talking about things happening in Cleveland. And all I kept saying, I, and all I could say was, it's only Wednesday. Uh, what What are your thoughts about as you watch this rollout of, you know, guy after guy popping on the on the tests? Um, I haven't kept up on the news. Sorry, oh. Wolf. I was busy writing a news story. I did. I didn't know. Go ahead and fill me in. Oh, no, no. It's just the the fact is, I mean, you've got so many guys that, you know, from the coaches. coaches. Well, Well, yeah, yeah, but you you got guys, too, that are still, are they going to be coming off, whether it's Denzel Ward, B.J. Goodson, Andrew Sendejo, Malcolm Smith, Kevin Johnson, Harrison Bryant, Joel Batonio, Kaderil Hodges, you know, all these guys. um, Or you got coaches. I've heard all those names. Right. What uh, uh, nothing new this morning except the coaching staff, and that's not good for the Steelers. You know, there's an old Rooney uh, uh, comment. It used to it's it's old school. You'd, you'd complain at halftime, and they would say, "Don't worry, the other team has coaches too." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can't say that about the Browns now. Gonna, the players are going to play. That's dangerous. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> got coaches too. You know, it's funny because John Kolb, who of course was a great Steeler and one of our teammates, became a defensive line coach for the Steelers. What did he right. always used to say about the chalk? Yeah, yeah. He who has the chalk last wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's funny because I, I look at this and, you know, on top of all that, you've got a couple knuckleheads that were drag racing. And, uh, you know, I don't know, on their way to the facility or something at 930 in the morning and then found with, with drugs in their car, you're like going, oh, my goodness. I mean, These are Browns? Yeah, yeah. There's, I, 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 I got to find the names of the guys, but there was a couple of them. I mean, it's like going, really? You're going to really do something like that? And the first time the Browns got, you know, a playoff uh, opportunity? Yeah. They're still celebrating that silly win, aren't they? <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. Well, what's the article you're writing? What what were you writing on? Um the Tomlin, just uh, you know, the the Tomlin takeaways that I do every Oh, yes. A- a- after, you know, and uh, it was funny, all the questions about what do you know about the special teams coach's uh, play calling ability? Right. Like, like the special teams coach is going to actually call plays, you know? Right, uh, I, hey, Alex Van I, I Pe- be- Alex Van Pelt is going to uh, call the plays. He's the offensive right. coordinator. Yeah, so no change there. But I mean the uh, and the coach, the head coach, is still going to formulate the game plan, and I'm sure they're going to make the same in-game decisions that the head coach would make. I I I just found it humorous. There was so much actual <laughs> believing that these coaches were going to uh, needed to be. That they're going to surprise Tomlin because they're they're X factors, right? Yeah, you know, 
I, I mean, come on. You know, uh, this will let Baker Mayfield call more plays. Alex Van Pelt is a wily old guy from Pitt, so uh, I'm sure he'll do a fine job. Right. And there will be less Chiefs and more uh, Warriors. So I think they're a team to be feared, unless they're still partying from beating Mason Rudolph's club. They're out there drag racing. Look, i got to ask you, the, the, the quote that I found most interesting, we were talking about it, was when Mike said the potential inclusion of those guys, referring to uh, Matt Filer and, and uh, Spillane, he said potential inclusion of those guys is exciting, but it creates some challenges from a decision-making standpoint because we feel we have some options. And to me, that it's interesting. He says we feel we have some options. What are your thoughts on that? Well, one has to be Kevin Rader. He, he mentioned him a couple times, and you, right. you raved about him. And, yes. And, you know, we watch him in practice. He is the most physical tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he comes off the ball uh, physically, and uh, he, he lit up Miles Garrett yeah, on a wham that right. took him for a five-yard ride. I was impressed. Yeah. But, I mean, he also – I didn't wasn't aware he made three special teams tacklers, but I heard the one all the way back in Pittsburgh. <laughs> He, yeah, he, he lit up the return man, and uh, I think that is the one option. Um, uh, that's beautiful because are, I, I totally forgot that. So continue. I'm sorry, Jim. Didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you, but that's really well, a highlight. The other option, the other option has to be uh, Dotson remaining at guard. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're going to talk about all that, and then Spillane's a little bit of an option. Marcus Allen's a little bit of an option. Right. Uh, um, I don't know, Sean Davis. Did he play well? Uh, I know they missed the tackle on the uh, opening uh, touchdown, but uh, I don't know if he's referring to him over Terrell Edmonds. If Terrell's still injured, that's an option. Um, I liked how he answered the uh, question, uh, a specific question about the COVID. Will Eric Abron be able to play? Mm. And uh, Mike said, oh, we'll see, blah, blah, blah. But I got good news this morning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh, Jimmy, uh, yeah. I, I got yeah. a question to ask you. Uh, if, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, I think he's going to be less confident when Kevin Stefanski isn't there. Well, you may know a uh, little more about the relationship than I do, but um, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a big believer in uh, – coaches holding hands with, uh, you know, I'm not saying he's ego-driven, but quarterbacks are alpha males, and I don't know that he'll be lacking confidence. But you may know something more than I do. Right. Baker hasn't hasn't thrown a pick in how long, so I'm sure I think he's going to be confident no matter what. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know, because I think he's due for a pick or two or three. And I thought the Steelers – contained him rather well except for the one run so right. you get a couple guys in there named watt and hayward that might help contain a little even better so i'm not afraid of baker mayfield at all i'm afraid of nick chubb yeah i'm and, afraid of nick and, chubb and, and you want to talk about coaches messing things up did you see nick chubb on the sideline after he was uh rotated out right uh, exactly after that touchdown run he wasn't happy and i thought either this guy's hurt or he's not pleased, and they kept running Chubb uh, uh, Hunt in there like like it wasn't a meaningful game. And I thought, well, thank God they have coaches. You know, so 
Nick, yeah. Nick Chubb's one scary dude, I'll tell you that. I would agree with you. You know, and the significance of that, it didn't stand out in my 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 mind until you just pointed that out because that was very true. The fact that you would take a guy who just lit the steel on his very first run from scrimmage, he went eleven yards. All right, later on he went forty seven. I mean he was good for fifty eight yards at least on the on the very first drive. Um yeah, I mean you think about that. What what kind of decision making was that? The other team has coaches too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that's they're, tremendous. They're they're, they're they're making everybody happy. We got to make everybody happy. It's forget the playoffs are coming. Forget that we're not in them yet. You know we've got to get uh, Kareem Hunt to make sure he's happy. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, and Joel Batonio is uh, down. Uh, he That's going to be a big down. COVID, and he's uh, their best offensive lineman, and uh, their uh, their offensive line coach Bill Callahan is down, and he's a great coach. You know, I, I've I've been around them. Uh, he's uh, a studious coach, and he uh, he's a technique t- technician, and he. Uh, Teaches him how to punch. He teaches him how to come off the ball, and uh, he's uh, he's gonna be uh, in this hotel room. Yeah, run game coordinator, I believe too, and uh, that's a heck of a run game. And hey, maybe Chubb, Chubb says no, I'm not coming out this time. <laughs> and the coaches aren't here, and that would be dangerous. But uh, Bill Callahan will forever be. Uh, uh, dear to my heart ever since uh, the the week of the Steeler game he said of his Raiders the previous week we got to be the dumbest team in the NFL <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. and i got that in the polamalu book that little quote cuz that was for whatever reason it, it was uh, 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 meaningful at that point in the book but uh, yeah <laughs> him, one of the great quotes of all time him and jim mora <laughs> You know that is that's tremendous. You know that is just absolutely tremendous. Playoffs. <laughs> well, I mean, just said he would. You know, to, to say we're going to be the dumbest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, what do you think the guys are thinking? You know, this is our leader. This is our coach. But he points well, out it, some it, things. It, it wasn't the uh, as for Mora. It wasn't the playoffs. I love you. Love that comment, but. When he looked at the reporter and said, you don't know, and you never will. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Coach Knoll. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coach Knoll would give you that just from a look. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't even need any words. Now, I got to ask you, Jim, because I'm sitting there thinking, you got Joel Batonio going down. That's a Pro Bowl guard. Besides that, I'm also thinking of, of the fact – Gadzooks, that's a lot of body mass sitting in an area. How much of a you know social distancing can you do from that that big a that big a guy? You know. Well, Wolf, you went a long way to make a great line there. Well, uh, Wolf is know, big too. But, but, <laughs> oh, there, that's a little barb coming from my my brother over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Betonio, you know, he had he had a couple uh, critical jumps there. Um, and that was another thing about that Steeler-Browns game. Steelers didn't make stupid mistakes. The Browns made several and tried to make more, but the refs refused to call them. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, 
but Batonio's very good, and their other guard has been playing. He played hurt last week, and you could, I thought, you could tell that Teller wasn't. Why Teller wasn't yeah. wasn't a hundred percent? Yeah, yeah. So their two guards are are uh, either out or hurt. Yeah, yeah. That could be that could be definitely a detriment. Come uh, you know game time, talking about the fact that. Um, their running game is really what sets everything up, you know. I'm, I'm like you. I think Baker Mayfield's in. He's up for a crash sooner or later. Yeah, I think he's I, he I, starts I, to get out over his skis on his on his talent. Yeah, Wyatt Teller uh, is uh, very intense and very mean, and they like him. Uh, but uh, he was uh, he didn't play well on Sunday. No, he didn't. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know how much he'll improve by next Sunday, but, uh, he is not their number one guard. I take it. So he better improve a lot. And their receivers, you know, they got a bunch of receivers back, but Hodge is now out. Hodge made a couple key catches. Right. And, and, uh, number 11 got hurt in the back. I don't know how his progress is, but he, mm. he looked like he was in a bad way. Number 11 is, uh, people's Jones or something like right. that. Donovan right. Donovan people's Jones. A, yeah. He was an effective, an effective receiver as well, and so you know Jarvis Landry uh, back to carrying it all, and um, he's good. Yeah, but he doesn't really doesn't really scare me. You know right. what? You know what? I haven't got a clear picture on is Joe Hayden out for this weekend because I keep reading reports that says he he could be or he's possibly he's out or something. They never definitively say whether he's in or out, and I thought with the COVID protocol. That there's a definite time, you know, it's at least ten well, days you know, or something. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tomlin was asked about Ebron. Okay, I, I took that that the reporter Will Graves from Associated Press, excellent reporter, was assuming that uh, that Hayden's out, and he wanted to get he wanted to pin uh, Tomlin down, okay. which they didn't do after the game. They gave him. They, as I put in my report, they gave Tom an open grass. You know, you got to be specific, and so he was specific with Ebron. Right. And when Tom said we got good news this morning, you, you have to think to yourself, "Geez, does that include Hayden?" So it's it, it is a mystery, and we'll see a little bit better today at practice, or or hopefully. But yeah, there is nothing uh, uh, certain about yeah. any of this. From a reporting standpoint, nobody knows, as far as I can tell. Before we go, Jim, we got to go to break here. Um, Again, how's the book doing, and uh, where can they find it? Oh, the book's doing great. You know, we only had it for sale for five weeks, and 20% of the profit was going to uh, uh, the Polamalu Foundation, and I just sent a New Year's Day check for ten grand. So, uh, wow! Yeah, Steeler Nation really, really. Really put me to work. I mean, we pumped it out of this uh, uh, this this uh, author's uh, company. And, That's uh, awesome, Jim. You know, and yeah. for you to reach out and do something like that for Troy's Foundation, man, that's beautiful. Congratulations, brother. Yeah, I'm congratulations, really, well, yeah, brother. Yeah, that's just thrilling. Well, you know, don't give me all the credit because I used it as an advertisement, and people wanted to do that. So, you know. It works both ways. I, mean, I got gotcha. you. I, I signed it on behalf of Steelers Nation, and because he gave so much. Yeah. I know he doesn't come back, and he's not a big fan of ceremony, and he didn't want to sit down for the book and talk about himself. That's all fine with me. Right. He gave and gave and gave while he was here, and right. he still gives wherever he's at. So, uh, you know, it's time someone gave back to him a little bit. And I know we're not talking Troy Polamalu money. 
And I don't know what kind of drop in the bucket that was to him, but Jim Wexel money, that was pretty good. That's that's excellent. <laughs> Brother, where can they get the book? Uh, JimWexel.com or um, uh, shop.steelers.com and then search for books. Beautiful. Shop.steelers.com or you can get them at the three Steelers stores, Grove City, Tanger Outlets, and... Uh, uh, the Steelers uh, store at Heinz Field. As always, Jim Wexel, we are greatly appreciative. Thanks for coming on with us. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Have a great day. Take care. Uh, thank you, Jim. And, of course, all of our Steelers guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store. And we'll be back after more. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. We, we can go down every man on our roster and every man on their roster and talk about playoff experience or not. The reality is there's not a lot of playoff experience by a lot of people. Um, there's there's scarcity in these games. And so these are big moments. And, and so we just need to prepare and focus on that preparation and position ourselves to play well and to, and to seize these moments. And I'm not spending a lot of time worried about who has experience and who does not. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And SNR, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Boom. Boom. All right. Shall we go to the phones, Chalooch? Yeah, let's go. CR in Chicago. Welcome to the locker room, CR. Hey, good morning, you two old folks. You're all sitting next to Chicago. How the heck are you guys doing this morning, man? Just fabulous, well, brother. We're, Just we're, fabulous. We're doing great, uh, CR. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm kind of sad because uh, it's only Wednesday, Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Think about this, CR. Think about all the stuff that's happening. You know, I mean, you, you still got a number of days until Sunday. Hey, hey, Wolf, I'm telling you, man, you and Tush, this is this has been an extremely crazy uh, year. I'm counting 2020 as, and uh, to the postseason of 2021. Well, you know, it is what it is. And hey, after all, it is Cleveland. Hey, man, you got to remember these guys have not been in a in a, in a postseason game <laughs> since the, since 1776. <laughs> well, they ain't going to do something that's, that's kind of crazy anyway. Hey, let me get a quick shout-out to our Inside the Locker Zoom, Baker's 30 Dozen Plus. Uh, hey, man, we're getting up to 97 people right now. So, for you guys out there listening, hey, download the iHeartRadio on your app. Uh, download the Inside the Locker Room. Download uh, uh, Wolf and Touch, and make sure you call them at 414-919-1316. Um, Hey, guys, I'm just uh, kind of like sitting back waiting for this game to come up. 
Uh, I know that it's going to be um, uh, a win. I just feel that in my bones. Uh, hey, I'm, I was glad that, that they had Tommy out there, uh, Tommy Gunn. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys seemed like you had a real good time talking to him. Love the guy. You yeah. know, he's just one of those dudes that you just appreciate. Um, Tommy is a, a godly man, uh, somebody uh, who really loves Jesus. But you could see it in his reaching out to the community through his foundation. Right. You saw it reaching out to his teammates. You love just being around him. He was yeah. one of those guys that, you know, you really pulled for. And like uh, we finished up when Tunch and I were talking, we said, you know, we didn't get a chance to play with you, Tommy, but we still yeah. love you and a wish and I wish we could have played with you because that would have been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did uh, uh, that's 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 too too bad. But I mean, it's so many people out there that you could have played with, and uh, I also am excited to to know that sixty uh, sixes. It's got a shot at being a Hall of Famer, man. What's your comments on that? Excited about yeah, it. It's yeah. way overdue. Way, way overdue. overdue. And we, you know, Ed, uh, overdue like Swan and Stallworth. Yeah, here's the thing about it. And There's, Donnie Shell. He's the only six-time first-team All-Pro guard that's not in the Hall of Fame. Right. He's had nine Pro Bowls. He was... The guy's got 201 starts. You can't say yeah. enough good things about Big yeah. Red. And he's uh, played in his... Two Super Bowls. Ah, he's just tremendous. Yeah. So, and and the sad thing that is that our wide receiver, uh, he's still uh, in limbo. What are your comments on that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Our our wide receiver, uh, um, um, oh God, uh, Heinz Ward. Oh. Well, you know what, Hines is going to take some time. Let's face it, the statistics for the wide receivers are getting ballooned. Yeah. You know, everything is changing. You know, the one big thing that I think Hines has is the fact that he changed the game as far as um, lining people up for hits. Yeah. He's, a, He's tough a tough guy. guy. Um, that's all part of his Hall of Fame credentials. And I think it's going to take some time for that to come in because of the fact you've got um, all this red zone stats popping everywhere, you know, for guys today. Yeah. It's different. Well, if, if if he's changing things, then uh, look at uh, uh, Mel Blunt. I mean, he he they put a rule up for him, so he got in. So, oh, absolutely, uh, positive. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, but the fact oh, well, of the matter is, it's you know they're game changers. You know, Hines was a yeah. game changer because the thing about him was what I always found interesting that when the hunter suddenly becomes hunted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it was. It was. There was a difference. You could see how they played Hines. They'd be watching for yeah, him all and, the time. And uh, they they keep uh, they keep their head they keep their head on a swivel. Absolutely. Because, and then uh, yeah. Bart Jones said he's going to kill right Hines Ward, and he said you got you you're going to kill me. He that said, was Bart yes. Scott, the Mad Bart Scott. Yeah. I know you, you, you got a, a, a reprieve, but, you know, this is still way on Wednesday, and we still have not heard from Juan yet, so <laughs> be on your best. All I, can tell you, all I can tell you is the dog again got that scale. Man, that dead gum that dog, dog of mine. Dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Hey, guys, hey guys I'm going to back out because I'll be getting jumped on for taking up too much time. So um, in this house, we're a dog hard fan. In this house, we are very passionate. In this house, we are still a nation. In this house, we are family. In the meantime, and in COVID-19 between time, as the AFC North champions, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Thank you, CR. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you later. Well, uh, let's go to Ed in Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room. 
Hey guys, how are you? Good morning. <laughs> How's how is it from the land where the rivers light oh. up uh you know every now and then, huh? Wolf, it's wonderful here. <laughs> but hey, those two guys the two guys that the two guys that were racing was Richard Higgins and Jedrick Wills. Jedrick Wills being the offensive lineman, maybe he thought that was the only way he could take Higgins in race. You know, <laughs> like, oh, you know, that's that's all I could go with, you know. That I works mean, for know. me. And, and by the by the way, it was two o'clock in the morning. And they two o'clock in the morning. In the suburb. Yeah, they live in a. Su- they were racing in a suburb next, right next to mine. Which that city actually just pulled over Cream Hunt just a few mu- about a, six eight weeks ago. Cream Hunt got pulled over in the same area, same exact area. Was, no kidding. I, I guess the, those police officers are out for the Browns. Maybe they're stealing. <laughs> You know, Tunch has a story about that one time speeding in Ohio. Yeah. You remember that, Jalooch? Right. Yeah, when you pulled out your NFL Players Association card? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, I pulled out my NFL Players Association card. He said, uh, are you in the NFL? And the police uh, said, uh, who do you play for? And I said, Steelers. I said, well, that's going to be – I'm going to enjoy <laughs> giving you this. Uh, <laughs> the guy said, I'm going to enjoy it even more because I'm a Cleveland Browns yeah, fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, I, I just want to mention about Batonio, the loss of Batonio. I heard you earlier saying this was what made me call in today, was about the loss of Batonio is almost as big as the Ver- Vernon loss. But I believe it's bigger because they already lost Hubbard. Hubbard's down for the year. True. Uh, 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 whoever that that uh, Nick uh, Harris. Yes, he Nick Harris. He's on IR. He's out. I oh, he went on the IR. Yeah. Nick oh. Harris is on IR. So, so this this loss of Antonio, and I don't know if you guys seen it, but uh, Peter King did his. Uh, uh, AP All Pro this year, and Peter King had Batonio on there as a guard, as an All Pro, right. AP All Pro. Batonio is a huge loss, and he is a massive man too. I mean, I yeah. that guy during the game. He's he he is big, and uh, so I don't know who they're going to. I think they're going to put Lamb in there, uh, uh, the Lamb kid from I right, think, right, Kendall yeah. Lamb, Kendall Lamb, Kendall he, Lamb. That's his name. I couldn't get his first name. Out, yeah, he, yeah. He, I think he's going to end up playing the spot. Yeah, he he was he was playing uh, left and right tackle, but he's uh, probably going to go into guard. That's all they have. I don't think they have any. And, and, and with these COVID restrictions, you can't just pick a guy up. I think he, there's a quarantine, like a five five days. Yes, if, if you pick somebody up off the street, so that 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 doesn't work either. Anyways, that was that that was just my biggest thing is that I just believe Batonia lost. I mean, now, now whoever, Lamb's going to be going against Cam, I, and Cam's rested for a week. You oh, know? yeah. He, 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 yeah you know, that's, it's just going to be ugly for them there. And and another thing that I, I didn't see in the game last week, that, and I think this had something to do with TJ out and uh, Cam out, is the first game when we played them, you see those boot rollouts by, by Baker Mayfield. They didn't do that one time last week. I'm looking forward to, to them trying to beat uh, – Highsmith on that on that what they fake the handoff to either Chubb or Hunt and then Baker rolls out and he beats them every time. I've seen it a hundred times this year, but I didn't see it once last week and I'm looking forward to to trying to see if they, they run that again. Anyway, I'm look, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's all I really have. And uh, you know, obviously I'm listening to it every day. So. Appreciate you, brother. Right, Thanks so you much. All Thanks. right, have a good day. Yeah. You know, the fact is you, you look at it, Richard Higgins, a wide receiver. 
And then Jedrick Wills, the offensive tackle, he's a, he's a young guy. He's only 21, and Higgins is like 26. And you think maybe, and this happened at 2 a.m., not 9.30. Right. Like it's reported on the, on the one uh, website. Uh, I'm thinking to myself, you know, you, you got to be out of your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be doing stuff like that. Not that we didn't do or transgress Wait. ourselves, but a different time period, a different era, you know. But man, oh, man. On the heels of everybody having problems with the apparently the the protocol, uh, the COVID protocol, uh, the, you read the top one, Chalich. Right, right. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. All right, but he's uh, Wolf. I'm Tunch. You are in the locker room. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by playoffs. FedEx and Ford. Playoffs. Playoffs. All right, we'll be back after this. We've got great leadership on our team. Uh, those guys provide servant leadership for our young guys. They give of themselves, uh, their information, their time, uh, their experience, and, and all of that aids us uh, collectively. And, and 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 so we're appreciative of their efforts in that area. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. You know, Walk This Way works perfectly with Mike Tomlin talking about the fact that you have leadership in the locker right. room and guys that take time to be instructive. Servant leadership. Servant leadership. And how... Different is it when you look over in uh, Cleveland and you yeah. got two guys that are drag racing at 2 a.m.? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not a smart thing to right, do. Right, right, right. So, regardless, uh, I think it's time to move on. We'll take some calls. L- let, let's go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, Juan, how you doing, buddy? Thanks. Whoop. Hey, good morning, guys. Ah, uh, there you are. Morning. How you doing? Hey, Wolf, it's, it's way and Wednesday, Wolf. Give me some good news. <laughs> the dog stole my scale, brother. <laughs> you know, what can I say? That that dead gum dog of mine, <laughs> he keeps hiding it, burying it out in the backyard. Juan, are you there? Hey, son, you're going to have to do something with this dog. This is a I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Come on. Hey, Tunch, we're going to have to do something with this dog. It's the second time and I stole a steal. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, I, I challenge him every day uh, for weigh-in Wednesday, and he, he ignores me. Oh, absolutely. 
All right, so what do you got, Juan? I know. And, uh, uh, shout out to the Dirty Dazzle Plus One. Shout out to those guys. Hey, so with the two offensive linemen, uh, do you think Cam and P.J. Watts have a, a good game? They should be eating good this week. I would think that um, Cam, the, yeah. the ability to bring more heat is, is increasing. Think yes. about it. In Cleveland, without Cam, without TJ, they had four sacks. What do you think down uh, alignment, uh, down uh, or and up with uh, Cam and, and TJ, what, what they're going to do? Yeah, they're, they're, you know, uh, TJ's going to get the edge, and Cam's going to bull rush, and Stefan Toot's going to bull rush. Yeah. I, I just like it. I and, like what we got. And Alex Highsmith's going to get the edge. He's, he can do a lot of things. Yeah. That kid. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I like this matchup coming in, too, also. Hey, and Wolf, hey, we might as well go and bring out the old sound, too, front time in Cleveland, because it looks like it's about to be the same old Cleveland Brownies. You know, you, you you wonder why they have problems and issues and everything, and they, right. so much is through the management and everything. But, again, it's building a culture in the locker room that is one that is servant leadership, as Mike Tomlin talked about. The fact that you take young guys under the wings – um, that's what we used to do back right. in the day, the mentoring. Right. Um, you know, that's that's part of it. And, uh, well, you know, such is life. Uh, they'll, they'll go on and learn. But the fact of the matter is a winning culture is, is based on that servant leadership. Yeah, and Cleveland does, uh, is fired up with the pandemic. Yeah. Wow, yeah. COVID. They got issues going on yeah. there, man. Woo. I know. Hey, and also a, a good. I mean, a good thing about that. At least they don't have to worry about firing a coach when he comes to Pittsburgh because he he's not going to be at the game. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely Stefanski's one of those coaches that's going to miss the. How many times have we seen a coach get fired after playing the last game right. of the season in Pittsburgh? Um, you know that it's. It's crazy, but Stefanski's really turned this team around, and I, I do give credit to him. I mean, and it's a shame in the sense that here he is after doing such a great job this year, and all through a COVID year. Right. I mean, the the chaos of this year, and then to be suddenly sidelined due to the very thing that you know has worried coaches all through the season. Wow, that's you know, like amazing. Did he go out to a restaurant? Don't know. Yeah. You know, nobody. How would you know? You know, unless he he admits something, it's a contract tracing, right? I, I think I think it can't I think it can't find those guys celebrating in the locker room, which because how they got t-shirts and hat, and you only put get it to the division winners. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you don't know. All I can say is we've been blessed in Pittsburgh. Um, so far, it's you know has not hampered the the Steelers in any ginormous way. You know. Um, and, and hopefully it continues, and hopefully the guys, uh, as far as I know, just li- talking to some of the guys, well, like Terrell Edmonds, I talked to him every week, but he talks about the, the tremendous amount of care that goes into making sure that the right. guys are adhering to the protocols. You know, on the south side, they have the testing uh, procedures that are done yeah. in that trailer that we've been to. Yeah. And, you know, that that sort of thing. It's we like, tested so, yeah, so. Exactly. So um, there's a lot of safeguards that they have instituted and they're abiding by, and let's hope that they continue. Anything else, Juan? Yeah, I know. So those guys are doing wonderful. You know, that'll be all. Let you guys go. I'll talk to you guys later on the week. God bless you. Love you guys. All God right, bless, brother. God bless you. We'll love talk you to you, man. Juan. 
Uh, let's go to Circus George in Sarasota. Circus George, uh, welcome to the locker room. Hey, this is the day that the Lord has. Let us rejoice and be glad. In yeah. Did you hear Tommy Maddox, George? Yes, I did. Wasn't, it, wasn't that fun to talk to him? Huh? I always liked him. I yeah. always liked him. Yes. So, yeah. hey, it's 65 here, blue skies. Oh. No breeze. Oh, it's, wow. It's, it's why all the snowbirds come here. <laughs> like no so doubt anyways, about it. Gentlemen, um, and I don't want I don't want to be a prophet here, right? Because if you're wrong, they stone you. <laughs> That's true. It's very <laughs> biblical. So, if mind you, and this is a reflection on last Sunday, if the referees are blind and don't know what offensive holding by the Browns line is, or contact by the defensive backs, I thought I was watching square dancing for a while. I really wow. Did. Then we're going to lose that game. If they're going to allow mugging to go on, we're going to lose that game. You're talking but, about uh, last we week's game. Yeah. Last week's game. Yeah. If, if it's a reflection on the officiating this week, we're going to lose. Nah. If they're going to call it like that again, if they're going to allow Watt and Hayward to get mugged and let yep. the receivers get mugged, I don't see us winning. I'd like to see us win, but I don't know. If they're going to say let them play, let them play. Well, Chuck know. Noll used to say all the time, sometimes you got to overcome the referees too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm when uh, when JR said he was holding me, he said, <laughs> don't let him hold you. <laughs> Chuck was very simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, uh, guys, I have a great feeling about the playoffs. I, I think we're going to overcome the Browns. In fact, right. I, I work with a few Browns, uh, Browns employees here, uh, Browns fans at, at work, and they're thinking like they won the Super Bowl by beating us. I'm chuckling I'm like, guys, yeah, it's week 17. They start counting now in January. You know, in the playoffs. So come talk to me next week. Yeah, See man, what, but, ask them. Uh, ask them if they're going to drag race after <laughs> after the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. This oh, is a town. This is a town that celebrated zero and sixteen with a parade around First Energy Stadium. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I think I think they should celebrate the uh, Cuyahoga River being on fire every year by lighting it up again. <laughs> That's just me. What do I know? I'm you know? with you on that one. Let's take the marshmallows. We'll go over there. Yeah, Cuyahoga it River. Up a whole new. Uh, Brings up a whole new uh, meaning of let's light one up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Gentlemen, I, I, I pray for you, Tunch, daily in my prayer. Thank prayer you. Time. Thank you. God bless you. Yeah. Love you, buddy. We, we are to do this for each other. This is what yeah. we're here for. Yeah. And uh, you, Wolf, I pray for you and that scale that it be found again. <laughs> and that, that you lay hands on it and put it under your feet. And that then, dog, then, man, that dog. <laughs> oh, that dog guys, is so terrible. I love you guys, and it's great to hear your voices and, and listen to you guys commentate on the games. It's just a just a blessing. Right. I want to wish you all the best for the playoffs, and hopefully we're talking about a win Monday morning and and uh, not packing it in for Keep the Keep rolling right? on. You betcha. Thank love, you so much, George. Love you, Circus George. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I wonder if he lives near the ocean. You know he he's he's not far from where uh, I know he goes to the beach a lot. Yeah, and so uh, you know I I think you know anywhere in Florida you're, you're, you got to be somewhat close yeah. to a beach. Yeah, you know that's. Do you ever think like what it would be like to move down there? You know the summers would be sweltering. That, yeah, that's gonna be a bit much. I, I don't want. Uh, I, I but don't be, want it's to... nice to go down there. Yeah, you know being a, what do you call them a snowbird? Right. <laughs> we're we're we're, we're snowbirds. Well, we are. Yeah. You know, um, but such is life. Well, I certainly think that, you know, this this game coming up, this is going to be huge. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing what transpires in the next coming days. Because yes. Because I have a feeling that 
they might not be done with these uh the some of these uh covid tests popping I, I hope that seriously for them, you know. I hope that they're done. I hope yeah. that uh, they got their people, and because I don't want the game delayed. Yeah, you know, and that's the only thing that would bother me, you know, if they continue to have some issues, or if, if somehow, God forbid, the Steelers. But you would hate to see anything like that because right now, I think that they're just on that that track. And uh, last week's game was it was significant to go yeah. with Mason and come from behind. Yeah, that was really big stuff. And I I think they said that I I think the Steelers set themselves up for uh, a win on uh, Sunday. No question yeah. in my mind. Uh, I I don't I don't uh, feel good. If they re rechange the game, oh, they, if they would reschedule, yeah, reschedule. Things. no, that would stink. Yeah. You know, I mean, the fact of the matter is, we've already experienced that. You don't want to be playing on a four thirty, yeah. during rush hour, <laughs> like they did on Wednesday. Yeah, and and uh, it, it was uh, uh, no, you don't want anything to yeah. reschedule. Right now, the guys are on a on a good schedule. You want to make sure that your your excuse me, your five day out, your four day out. Your I don't think they're out. gonna. I I think the NFL is going to. Uh, I I saw an NFL uh, headline yesterday mm-hmm. that we're not going to change the game. I hope so. I'm yeah. just simply saying it's only Wednesday, right? And there's just been a lot of problems. So hopefully that uh, that those issues are taken off the table. And uh, I know that coming in number one, um, I'm I'm excited to watch the game because I think you have an opportunity to really shut down Nick Chubb. Yeah, I hope that they're able to keep Baker Mayfield in the pocket, make him throw from a well, right. rather than allowing his his feet to get him out of trouble. And uh, you know, I, defensively speaking, I, you know, for for uh, for the the Browns, I mean, they're lacking in some pass rushing now. I mean, you got to have a complimentary guy to Miles Garrett because right, right now you take. Just keep swinging the wall to Miles Garrett, man. Miles Garrett is hurt. Is, no, no, no. Uh, Olivier Vernon. Yeah, but well, you know what, Miles Garrett, uh, he 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 donked his right shoulder. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, we'll find out as we come along yeah. this week how how well he can do because as the great, the late great LC Green would once told me when I broke my thumb, anybody could anybody could play, play this game healthy. But let's see what you got now yeah. that you're hurt. Well, we want to thank you all for tuning in. It's uh, Tunch and Wolf in the locker room here. And, of course, we have to read the segment, which says, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Did I get that covered, dear yeah. Jacob? Jacob. We got it. Okay, Tunch. All right. Thank you for showing up today. Right. And I thank me for sitting in for me. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back tomorrow.